AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay. And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown? Sleep tight stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This man is the son of a funk legend. Before we even do this shit, play me some Isaac Bubbly Hayes, man. I'm going to see what he played, though. All right. I'm going to see how, if he get in his bag. All right. This J-O-N, bro, he from the Rocky Mountains of Tennessee. Nigga grew up with a tick on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see if you get Joe, I thought you had a fucking Swiffer, man. Lady, lady out in Oakland made me this rug. She said she got tired of looking at them dirty rugs. Yo, that's a sight. Okay. This some of that shit that be playing when you put your uncle's porno in. That, that's the first shit you hear. It's just a dick in the pussy. You don't, you don't see nobody else. It's just, she'll tell you when that shit come on. You got your bag on that one. Hell yeah, you can smell the cocaine on this bitch. If you ain't in a 76 El Dorado, oh, yeah. with some curb fillers on that bitch. Even the young nigga like, what's that? What, what's that? I ain't heard that before. 
that's too goddamn funky. Is everyone in their places? There's a comedy that makes rugs. Them shits, I think I say. Kiki Mets. I don't know, but it's like really clear. Like the shit. black lady, there been some black girls no, out there. No, it's, it's a, it's a, let me see, I think I saved the shit on the ground. This is what I'm talking about. They dope as hell. They made us a couple. This the one. Oh, wow. It's another dude that got it like that. Hold on. To like all the little trendy social media shit. That shit. Oh, we ready. I gotta find where them rugs is at. Like a good neighbor, stay over there. What's up, my guy? You baby? How you doing? We're gonna hold on smoke on this one. He can't be around that. Okay, bet. I'm allergic to me. He can't be around that. Cat, mic him up, man. We ready. Play the You got the breakthrough? The breakthrough? Breakthrough got a good beat. This shit hard. I can hear currency on this shit. Pops got so much music, man. We got tons of it. Word. And we get a lot of it back. Oh, word. We get like, we get like the stuff he wrote as a songwriter back. We've been getting it back for a couple years, but like, you know that, you know like Sam and Dave, you know about the news, hold on, I'm coming. Uh-huh. You and my dad wrote so many records, got so many samples. Every, every great, every, all the dopes and rap them all sampled my dad. Yeah. Tupac, Biggie, Dr. Dre, Snoop, Jay-Z. Wu-Tang, they all got, and, they, uh, and you know uh, and all the songs are songs you know. So Cream by Wu-Tang, that's Isaac Head. Me Against the World, Isaac Head. How Can I, uh, can I Live, Jay-Z, Isaac Head. Yeah. Motherfucking Warning by Biggie, Isaac Head. Explosive by Dr. Dre, Isaac yeah. Head. Um, Shimmy Shimmy Y'all, Order the Basket, Isaac Head. It's so many. That's right. It's so many. I knew the word you got. Oh, shit. Oh, Jay. You know. yep. What you sipping on, player? How you gonna mix the healthy shit with the liquor? Balance. It's called balance, my brother. <laughs> Nigga gonna have the green juice with a shot of Hennessy yeah. in it. Yeah. Is everyone in their places? Is everyone in their places? I'm 
Arkansas where Rick was here and he left. What happened? We don't know. He just left. He just left. Did he ever come back? No. <laughs> we don't know. My girl, my, my friend Lisa, she was the one that was with him. I told the girl Lisa she'd be out here. And I'm like, why, why did Rick leave? And he wasn't having an emergency. He was like, he was like, he was like, he was I don't know. I don't know, man. That nigga just... We're still trying to figure it out, man. I want him to come back and just come like he's leaving, coming out the bathroom, and just be like, yeah, like I was saying. Right. We almost in there. Make sure everyone is in their places. Now, you in your spot. Oh, okay. Is everyone in their places? Shit hard. Oh yeah. Play on. Walking in the sun. Yeah. Y'all don't know this one. Take all your all the people who blocked you and make some NFTs, huh? Hung, uh, hung up on my baby. I hung up on my baby. Yeah, hey, I might be there with you, but you say you're gonna take all the people who blocked you and make some NFTs. That's a badge of honor. And it's still, and it's all, they all blocked. They blocked you. He's an argumentative nigga, man. It don't surprise with a man, I think. Oh, you, all you have to do is disagree with her. Oh, then you sneeze too loud. <laughs> she got mad at me. She was mad at your boy. But she did some bullshit, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you called her on it. Who is what she, what she You know this one. Let me see. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Ghetto on. boys. Come on. New niggas think it's Kodak. <laughs> right. <laughs> you fuck with any music? What do you mean? You do any music? I've been producing for a long time. I stopped producing like maybe about five, six years ago. I mean, actually, technically, my shit is still on TV. Like, I put all my music on television. So like, when you listen to Love and Hip Hop and Married to Medicine and the NBA on TVT, TNT, that's all my music in the background. Okay. And I just go to the mailbox and get a check. Yeah. That's how I actually build fan base. I spent two hundred thousand dollars of my own money to build the, the original MVP. Yeah. All residual work. Yeah. Yeah, man. I got I got one record. I know you know I did. Money in the Bank by Little Scrappy Young Buck. What was that? I produced that. <laughs> Been a minute. Come on, man. <laughs> That's you, man. 
right, before we jump it out, give me, give me one more. Give me one more Isaac Hayes on. Which one you want to hear? What on here? One more before we get to work. That's been sampled too, right there. All of it has been. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, what oh. is that? That's uh. Hold on. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. Watching this shit. <laughs> niggas, niggas do 85 don't watch nothing. They look at it. You ain't never asked an old nigga, what you doing? Oh, looking at TV. He ain't watching shit, but he, he looking at it. So this the most looked at shit from the ages of 77 
to 91. Yes. Most definitely, man. But you know, you never know who gonna stop through the trap and, and put us up on some game. What, who we got in here today? Well, first of all, before we even get into all this high-tech advanced 2022 type shit, we gotta do this shit right. First of all, the man is the son of a legend. Uh, uh, certified. certified black history moment right now. It, it just happens to be real black in here right now. Man, this man made some of your favorite songs. He probably owned the original rights to some of your current favorites. Uh, shit, I guess I gotta call you a, uh, you, you tech savvy. Uh, yeah. Shit, a damn mogul at mogul, this point. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, mogul. it's beyond tech. A crowdfunding son of a gun. Uh, <laughs> and he just launched his own platform fan base. We got my man, Isaac Hayes, hey! the third. Yo. You thought I wasn't gonna throw the third in there? You got it right. Gonna throw the third up in there, man. Welcome to the trap, first and foremost. Thank you for having so me. So before we even get into the fan base shit, you see yeah. we're sitting here going through some of the classics, man. Yeah. They got this show called Growing Up Hip Hop. But you actually did that shit before there was a show. Like, you grew up the son of a legend. Man, what was that like to be the son of a musical icon? Pretty normal. Normal? Because, yeah, I'll tell you why. Like, my dad was just my dad to me. Right. So to everybody else, he might be a, you know, a musician, famous person, but me, he was, he was a disciplinarian. He was like, whoop my ass. Fuck that song. Absolutely. Fuck that song. Absolutely. <laughs> Got ass whoopers, for real. Word. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, you know, it's a father-son relationship, just like anybody, you know, anybody else has, so. Yeah. Very special. Bro, with your father being such a huge star, man, do you feel like it's a responsibility to you mm -hmm. to keep this whole shit going? Not musically, but the way that he was a a workaholic, like his work ethic, yeah, and his passion for black people, absolutely. I get my I get my passion for for black folks and black community from my dad for sure because, you know, he was a he was the guy that came. Actually, when we moved to Atlanta, he helped um, Maynard. He campaigned for Maynard Jackson, and he helped campaign for Andrew Young. Oh, that's real that's shit. Anytime I hear, anytime I hear Manny Jackson, that picture of him sitting at that table with all that money pop up. That's just, <laughs> nigga, that picture need to be in more places in Atlanta. You should be able to walk in Chick Fil A and they had that picture of Manny Jackson sitting at that desk with that hey, money. Manny low key looked like Pablo Escobar a little bit. A little oh, bit. Little... Yeah, like, like just man had that. Yeah, yeah, man, the little way. If you look quick, you like, oh no. Oh, that's ain't it. <laughs> that little swoop to it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck with it, man. We fuck with it. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder 
But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me. <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Well, shit, we were just sitting here listening to some of the songs, you know, some of your favorites. There's a lot of people sampled your dad's music and yeah. shit. You still sampled? I mean, he got he got one of those evergreen catalogs um, that I think will, will continue to create, you know, some dope music. I think, um, you know, him him being one of the architects of hip hop is really prideful. I'm, I'm proud of that. And like I said, all the all the the biggest artists you've ever known in hip hop, the goats, have all sample Isaac Hayes. So yeah, um, it's it's important to keep it's important to own that music. 
and continue that legacy as far as hip hop is concerned too, so. Yeah. Well, bro, I grew up in North Mississippi and on Sundays, nobody plays no rap. And then it's like, they just listen to Isaac Hayes. Like, he, they just have his shit on all day. Like, Isaac Bubbly Hayes, hot butter soul. Like, that shit was huge. So that's, that's some shit that, like, really stands out to me. That, like, when I, when I hear that name, I always go back to them Sundays and be thinking of just running around, frying fish, and just being out with the family and shit. He was a Tennessee boy. Yeah. Yeah. Who sure. Tennessee? He was from, I gotta get it, I wanna make sure I say it right. He was from Covington. Yeah. He was from Memphis, but he was born in Covington, okay, Tennessee. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, the son of a, a, a sharecropper, picked cotton, worked in the hog factory. Really poor dude, you know, um, was illiterate and learned how to read. Went from being illiterate to graduate and salute the Victorian of his high school. Yeah. And got multiple scholarships. Yeah. Salute the Victorian of high school. Uh, got made a gang of movies too. Yeah, yeah. this is what I'm saying. Early before he even wanted to do music, he was just like, you know, he, he was he got he got offers to go to school, and he was like, yeah, you know, I wanna I wanna be a musician. And he just went down to Stax Records, him and David Porter, and they they you know they they hustled their way in the doors and started working with artists like Otis Redding and stuff like that, and started Stax Records, songs. yeah, shit like that. And became songwriters, and then they wrote. They wrote like some of the some of the iconic soul records that you probably hear. Um, if you're familiar with Sam and Dave, they had a song called Soul Man. Okay. There's another oh, song that they did yeah. that they used. Yeah. And, and Hold On I'm Coming. They yeah. use that in, they use that in the commercials like every day. And, <laughs> oh, they and, use that in every movie from the 80s, I feel like. They like when they had to get in the car real fast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. <laughs> so you remember that shit? Yes. And then, so so, by way of publishing, all that music for 56 years has been owned by the publishing companies at the, at the at, you know publishing companies and record companies. And so we're just now getting it back. So hold on, I'm coming. Actually, comes back next month. It comes back March 15th, 
um, G's Up, where he samples my pops. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. And then, I mean, most most recently, I mean, Kodak Black sampled him. Yeah, that's the and, same and, tra and yeah. man, transporting. Um, yeah, Biz Marquis, Drake sampled him. You know, it's like Alessia Carr had this really big record called Here about four or five years oh, ago. That's the Isaac Hayes. That's the Isaac Hayes sample. So. I mean, you know, it's always good to search that Shazam, some of these records, and you'll find out that Isaac Hayes was behind a lot of these records, like one of the architects of hip hop, so for sure. You just put together a good little playlist for the people. For real. Yeah. That's a jamming ass playlist, jamming just on hip hop without like, Absolutely. Yeah, get you an Isaac Hayes sample playlist, and I don't think you can go wrong. Go to whosample.com. Yeah. You go to whosample.com and put in Isaac Hayes, you'll see everything. Shimmy Shimmy Ya by Old Dirty Bastard. It's tons of records though. It's just like, you know, everybody sampled them, so that's That's how you know that shit good. Yeah. That shit that good. Last, when that shit lasts that long, that's some good shit. Yes. And, and because it's almost a little bit of a cheat code. Because your pops made such classic music. Yeah. If you sample this, you guarantee the look. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's so fucking yeah. funky. It's some yeah. funky shit. Yeah. I wonder if he made some shit and he had to walk off and like, I can't put this out. <laughs> nah, they fuck these niggas up. This shit can't come out to 1994. And when he said it, that shit sounded so crazy. They were like, oh, man, it's, it's 1967, man. We can't use this shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, this we shit come out in 94. We got a lot of records though. We got a lot of unreleased records too. Word. So we got like 300, 300 or so unreleased Isaac Case Masters. What you gonna do with that? Let people sample them. Yeah, and turn them into new records. Yeah. And put them out as instruments. You should put it, just put it out, man. Some yeah. old niggas who been waiting on that shit. That'll fuck the old niggas up. Like, what? Some new shit? What the fuck you mean? A new what the fuck you mean? Isaac got some new shit. What, when he made this? <laughs> what? I got every. Right. He ever made. <laughs> I ain't right. never heard this. I stand the cue. Facts. <laughs> That's a cold record, man. Hell of a cold. And this man has a long song. Most, yeah, because he gonna stop the shit and let the beat play for four minutes. Like four different songs. You know what though? Like the intro be separate from the outro, from the middle, from. So, like Memphis music and R&B was probably that first music that we started putting our problems in our records. Yeah. Cause you know, like, like Motown had a sound that was one way, but then like Isaac Hayes, like I Stand Accused, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, that's one of the first songs where you hear a nigga talking about how he fucked up. Right. Yeah. Like he trying to, he, that was a Dirty Mac record. Yeah. He was trying to take a woman from a whole nother dude. That shit was real popular. Yeah. He was like, I know, you know, I Stand Accused though. Like that's what it is. Yeah. And then uh, he had, um, by the time I get to Phoenix, he got cheated on, so, you know, he just left him with the Phoenix. I don't blame him. Heartbroke. But, you know, I mean, and that's what, that's, people weren't putting their problems in their music like that before then. Yeah, everything, everything was like doo-wop and love and all that, but Johnny Taylor had a song called Who Making Love to Your Lady While You Out Making Love. <laughs> that's the real, that's, that, that Stax era was when we started putting our, Problems in our music, and then that's that's what R and B becomes. That's the blues. Yeah, the pain. Yeah. Put the pain in the record, so for yeah. sure. It was R and B before, but the blues wasn't as prominent as the rhythm. The rhythm. Yeah. The blues kicked in, like. Yeah. Oh, shit. You ain't never walked up on a nigga and like, what you listening to? Oh, just some rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you call it. What's what's the nigga? 
rhythm. He just be like this. It's a nice rhythm. Nice rhythm. Oh my I can't God. do all that blues. Hey, 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 that sad shit. Uh-uh. Dude, you take your problems on somewhere. I want to hear that rhythm. Just give me the rhythm. Oh, my God. Man, let's switch gears a little bit, bro. You know, yeah. everybody love to be on social media, you know, talking yep. shit and playing and, you know, back and forth, capping and all this type of shit. So what pushed you to get your own, to create your own fan base? So fan base, and this is one of the reasons why I know fan base is going to be a phenomenal success. It came from a truly genuine place. Mm. So 2018, this kid from Memphis, Tennessee, goes viral for dancing in a Spider-Man costume at a GameStop. Right? Aha take on me. He went viral out of nowhere. He had like 300,000 followers out of nowhere. I shot him a DM and said, congrats, young Memphis. Just the fact that you from Memphis and you going viral for dancing. He immediately hit me in my DM and was like, yo, are you a manager? I'm like, no, nah, you know, I manage my dad's estate and stuff like that, but not really a manager. He goes, I need a manager. Word he goes, I really need a manager. And I said, well, when you want to holler, he's like, you want me to come to Atlanta? Like, I can call you. And I said, well, give me your number. And if there's anything I can do, I'll hit you. And I left that conversation. It was like, this kid has no idea how to monetize his dancing because he don't own Spider-Man. Marvel owns Marvel and Disney can shut that down at any moment. I said, people should be able to, to pay this kid to learn how to dance like he can dance. Matter of fact, they should be able to subscribe to him so he can give dance lessons. And I said, that's it. I said, we need to build a platform where people can follow you and subscribe to you. And then the people that want to pay that extra, pay that extra, but you can still have followers. And that was the birth of fan base. And I didn't even call him again till after I built the app. I ain't call him till, I ain't hit him back till December after I built the whole, built, came up with the idea in March, built it from July to December 2018 and put it out 2019. It didn't tell a soul I built it. And only reason I, only reason why I did that is because when, when you're in the tech space, a lot of uh, white people can go to Silicon Valley and just write an idea down on a napkin and get funded. Like, here, here's $10 million, go figure it out. But for us, we gotta prove everything. So number one. Yeah, you gotta, niggas is on there right now. now exactly. Like, no, that's real, no, you're not even lying on that ass. So that's why I didn't tell nobody I built it. And I just wanted to see if people organically use the platform. And so in a year, we got like 10,000 followers, I mean 10,000 users in a year, right? And one person made about $6,000 out of 10,000 people using the app. So I had a proof of concept. I said, oh, okay, cool. I spent my own money. I spent like $200,000 on my own money to build it. Right. And then 2020 came and I was like, oh, I'm finna go raise money. They can't tell me it don't work. People will subscribe to people. I promise you it will. And then COVID hit and we couldn't go nowhere. Mm. So I was like, damn, I'm stuck. So a good friend of mine named Monique Idolette, she said, you need to go to this platform called Start Engine. And you need to be able to, um, you can crowdfund because of this regulation that Barack Obama and Joe Biden signed in the law called the Jobs Act. And what's significant about that shit is, is that from 1933 to 2012, the only way any of us can invest in a private company in like an early stage, we had to be an accredited investor. So we had to be rich. I mean, you gotta have, you gotta be worth a million dollars or make $200,000 a year for two years. Now mind you, this ain't got nothing to do with color at all, because this is 1933 to 2012, so you coming out of the Great Depression, so it doesn't matter if you were black or white, the best opportunities to invest in companies were just given to the wealthy. So if you wonder why none of us ever got a call to invest in Apple or Microsoft or Google or any of these platforms, because we weren't accredited. So the job- You bitch, you don't know what I'm making. 
Give a nigga a chance. Oh man, that would have been a. That's why we created this platform. I'm sitting here listening like that's how like the same shit they tried to do to me. You know we gotta act. Yo. We created our own app streaming service, and guess what these raggedy, ratchet, no good for nothing miscreant ass niggas did? They stealing the content off the fucking app. Oh, when I see you, bitch. Oh, when I see you, bitch. I done looked up the nigga Facebook and everything. You not helping us, bitch ass nigga. Steal this. I reported the nigga. Yeah. I, I reported the nigga even have for sexual harass. Yeah, yeah. Because the nigga trying to fuck me yeah. out my content. That's sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga sex trafficking, that's what he doing. You got, you got to get it taken down quick. Yeah. Nudity, graphic images, spam. Oh, I tried to lie. I, I don't report well, all of them bitches. Well, I know, I went back multiple times. Man, so, so that happened, right? And so with the job that Obama and Biden said, you can raise money regardless of your net worth and annual income. So I was like, all right, cool. So you got to submit the start engine. I got submitted. Um, only 2% of people that submit for start engine get accepted. The goal was to raise a million dollars. I raised a million in three weeks. Then they upped it that you could raise up to five million because of COVID. So I relaunched my raise at the top of June and we raised three and a half million and closed that in June. So now. Yeah, so we raised three point we raised three point um, four million dollars okay. in our seed round, and I, and I'm doing it again right now, which is extremely important because I'm gonna tell you why it's important. We don't own none of these startups. We don't own Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, but Black culture makes these things worth billions of dollars, hundreds right. of billions. You know how much? You know You know how much? You know how much? Facebook got a market cap of nine hundred billion dollars, right? Instagram's worth about two hundred thirty billion dollars outside of Facebook. ByteDance, which is TikTok's parent company, is worth about $436 billion. But we don't own none of the companies, so I said, who better than to own part of the social media platform than the people that actually use it? Bruh, you just made me think of some shit. What if we wasn't on none of them shits? And we were just all on a black app, and they ain't even know, and they just didn't know none of the dances for three years. <laughs> and every time we see them doing one, we're like, y'all doing this old ass shit? <laughs> they did that with Megan. You didn't see when they did that, when they, they refused to do it, the, the challenge to uh, she didn't show them how to do it. Shit, and they was up there doing the, the, they were just making shit up. Like, they don't know. And I say this, and we, sh we need to understand this, right? This is some, I'm gonna I'm I'm speak some real, some real shit, right? I'm a founder CEO, and I'm part of a tech company, but I'm with my people, and we gonna talk some shit. So, it is impossible to market anything as being cool without the assistance of black people. It can be sentimental, it can be adventurous, it can be romantic, but you cannot make nothing cool without the assistance of black people. That's fact. Yeah. Popeyes knew that before everybody. Because you remember Popeyes had the black lady, she was in there seasoning that chicken, and then they came with that smooth little jingle, love that chicken from Popeyes. Little nigga on the saxophone in the back. But you know the cold part was, how they got rid of 
They did? They been got rid of her. And if you pay attention, they got rid of her around the time the chicken sandwich came out. <laughs> Them dirty bitches. So, so my thinking is, she probably asked for what she was worth. Or she proposed what she it. did for Popeyes. Right. And they said, bitch, <laughs> we'll do this shit viral. We don't need you. A hashtag can do your job. Okay. Let me fuck you and up again. Who you, think, who, who, who you think blew the chicken sandwich? We did. We blew the chicken we sandwich. Did. I'm gonna fuck you up again. I'm gonna fuck everybody up again. Us for free. Watch this. What the fuck happened to the pine saw lady? Now that's the smell of clean. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What that happened? She was in there with a regular t-shirt on. She was really mopping. At first, at first, when I first saw her, I thought it was Thea. I'm doing it again though right now. I'm raising $2.6 million right now on starting. I'm offering people to, the chance to invest. The minimum to invest is $250. That's a pair of J's or a dinner at Ruth Chris. And we've already raised $1.8 million. God damn. So again, what's, what's the trick? What's the secret to, to making that work? How do you go about doing that? What, raising capital? Yeah, what's your strategy? Honestly, I had a really good mentor by the name of Don Dixon, who's raised a million dollars three three or four times on Start Engine, and she taught me. But honestly, it's about you got to commit yourself. You got to commit yourself to the process of raising capital. It's nothing that you can do passively. You can't bullshit. Uh, you got to you got to let people know your progress. So when every time we reach a milestone, I put it out there because people will watch you. People will watch you like he ain't finna do that. Like, oh, he got to a hundred thousand. Oh, she got the 200,000. And before you know it, because the first time I got the 300,000 and then did a program just like this, and we raised $700,000 in like two hours, and everybody missed the first round. Like, oh man, we missed it. Yeah. So they'll watch you. So it's like a game. So people are watching us, you know, continue to raise capital. But it's important because owning equity in these startups, and I tell everybody, everybody in this room should go buy some shares in Fanbase, because I'm going to tell you why. Social media is the only platform where the user that directly affect the value of the company by using it. So I'm gonna tell you, so, so let's say, let's the hypothetical. Let's say like all these platforms can be worth a hundred billion dollars. Like what happened with, what, what happened with, with Clubhouse, how Clubhouse went from, I was on Clubhouse from 5,000 people was on Clubhouse. Clubhouse went from 5,000 to a million users and by the time they got to January, they raised a hundred million dollars at a billion dollar valuation. Cause Kevin Hart got on there, Meek Mill and Academics, um, Shout out to WEC 100. That yeah. nigga is single-handedly keeping Clubhouse hey, afloat man. by himself. Hey, man. What? What? How you had that much time? How do you know this yeah, much like, shit to talk about? I'm like, you still out here when I yeah. wake up? Oh, whack me on there all night. Talking. He got a lot of but information. That's another one that black people ran up. Cause, yeah. cause it fell off uh, bad for a minute. Us, yeah. They tried to get some people I know onto it, and they was like, man, this is... Ain't nobody on here. But that, and that's why we built we built audio into fan base because the first million people that got on Clubhouse, they would say, hey, wouldn't it be cool if you let us invest in Clubhouse? And they were like, no. Nah. And then they went and raised a hundred million at a billion dollar valuation. So we don't have equity in none of these startups. And let me explain, and let me explain, let me explain to you how important this shit is too. I'm on fan base. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you are. Everybody get on there. Go support. Go support. Go support. But here, here's why this shit is important. Though. I got 10 followers. Oh shit. You're you about to have a lot more. Come on. But here's why this is important. Because 
Black people innovate at a speed and a pace that we don't know that we're actually creating industries, right? I'm gonna give you two really good examples. Anybody that DJ and anybody that's ever driven a car. The moment that Grandmaster Flash DJed on two turntables and a mixer, somebody should have pulled him to the side and said, do not show a motherfucker what you just showed me. Let's go figure out how to make record players. Is everybody that's gonna do this is gonna need a record player. Fast forward to 2022, the entire DJ industry is worth $7.6 billion. And Pioneer, Techniques, and Serato own that. But Grandmaster Flash, and we're the ones that invented it and cultivated it. So unless you own the infrastructure, you don't have, you don't own nothing, right? So then I'm gonna give you car culture. Pin my ride area, rims, TVs in the headrest, LED lights, star ceilings. You can't name a phantom, Luxury car without it. Right. But do we own a Chevy? Do we own Ford? I do. No, but I'm talking about the car company. Oh, yeah, I don't. I don't. They ain't even hit me back on right. Twitter. We don't. <laughs> them bitch ass nigga, I sent them 30 car pictures. I got. I got. No, no, first of all, they don't care because all your cars is old. But they Chevys. These I know, but they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. We don't, own, we don't own no car companies. And then social media. That's next. We give our dances to TikTok. We give our clapbacks to Twitter. We give our content, our skits, and all our memes to Facebook and Instagram, but we don't own part of the company. So I'm saying, imagine if someone built a company, a social media platform that lets any of us invest in it, <clears throat> and then we all go there because using the platform directly affects the value of the company. So by simply by, by investing in fan base and using it, you're increasing the value of an asset you own by simply using it. It's the biggest legal flip of all time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I want to get with you and create me one. No. I got. I want my own platform. Okay. Just for men who like to look at breasts. Yeah. That's called OnlyFans. Nah. <laughs> just, just straight. It's just straight breasts. Just boobs. Just boobs. That's the internet, my nigga. Yeah, just, you're gonna have to, you're, yeah but it's you gonna have to be titties that you called, wouldn't see called, nowhere. That's, that's what I'm saying. She's and I'm trying. This is what I'm trying to eliminate. <laughs> I'm trying to eliminate actually having to do this. What you just want to scroll? Titties right there, your kind, the ones you like. Your favorite, your favorite boobs. Boobs. There's a business. Sex sales. It definitely is. It is. Social media. Especially in a time like now where consent is so important. (laughs) You know how many people on the internet naked who want to be seen? What consent got to do with? I'm just saying. Person fucking don't get you. They, you don't ask their consent to watch their video. That's the name of the. That's the name of the app. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. You can watch people fucking. You can see who trying to fuck in your area. They've been trying to do that. Ooh. Oh, that's called. What's that? App? No, there's an app for that. There is an app for that. It ain't black though. No, nah, but it's a, no. It's an app where people be trying to like hook up in the in the area. It's like geolocated. Mm. There's an app for everything. Okay, well you I'm can, trying to get you trying can, to get you can, an you can build a, You can build an app for everything. Technology is a, is a mug, but like the way that the way that we inflate these these companies, it's just time, and everybody keeps getting tired. Everybody shadow banned. I know I am. I had 2.1 million followers for three years. You know? Do you know why you shadow banned? Because I'm black. Nope. <laughs> because Instagram is in competition with every single one of us. What you mean? So. Let's say, what the fuck they got to do with banning the black man? Now listen, I'm gonna tell you, Instagram is in competition with everybody. So let's say you got, why would Instagram give you the visibility that they charge brands for? Because I earned it. 
Right. No. You're right, though. But my point is, if you can, if, okay, so, you know how many people watch Sunday Night Football? All of them. 18 million people, right? Yeah. All right, so we all know people with 18 million followers, right? Yeah. Okay, you know how much they charge for a 30-second ad on Sunday Night Football? $830,000. So, why would they let you reach 18 million people? Because you could get $830,000. If you could do that, the brands would pay you and not pay Instagram. So they squish your visibility down. So you really saying they just being selfish. They trying to take money out of my black ass pockets. Yeah. 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 You know how much, you know how much somebody like, you know, Beyonce got like 220 million followers. You know how much a brand would pay her if she could reach two, if she went live, they sent out 220 million notifications and the beehive pulled up, they probably give her like 10 million. She never have to sing again. All she has to do is just go live and get a check. But they have to run an advertising business, so they smush your visibility all the way down to about three to four percent, run ads, and they don't give you none of the bread. And they tell you to tell you to post more so that you can trick the algorithm, but all they do is do that so they have more, they have more content to run ads in between. So we don't even do that at family. We don't do nothing to do with ads. If you got a million followers, you we gonna send out a million notifications. If you get 200 million followers, we sending out 200 million notifications because it increases the likelihood that you'll be able to make revenue. And so you make money, so we make money. Mm-hmm. Our job is to make everybody rich. We want to make everybody rich on Fanbase. We want everybody to get paid for their content. We need to stop giving our content away for free. That's what we need to do. Right, yeah. goddammit. And they love to blame that shit on the algorithm. I mean, I hate that niggas even learn their work. The algorithm. I mean, it is to a certain degree, but also it's like, Y'all program this motherfucker to function this way. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah, like the whole TikTok. Oh, it's just the algorithm. Bitch, you made it. Right. And there's no like, there's no black women in the top 100 of TikTok creators at all. And that's crazy because they deserve to be. All them big fat asses on there. TikTok is the devil, bro. They got white women on there with fat asses. They got, they got white people on there that be hitting their hoe on rhythm. Cooking, seasoning food. They got, they Where got. Where they get it from? I don't they fucking know. Like people just came up. I don't fucking it. know. They got it from somebody else. Nah, cause, cause they, they doing this shit too good to copy it, bro. I don't think they faking this shit. Not unless they some actors or some shit. Well, the whole, the whole, the whole vibe, the whole vibe <laughs> of TikTok is copying though. They do, yeah. but, but but this is what happens though. Yeah. They copy, they copy us, and then they go on to get brand deals and endorsements to. to to, to sponsor fried chicken. Keep it all the way, gangster. You ain't never seen no white people on social media doing some shit you couldn't do? <laughs> huh? I seen black people on there doing shit I can't do. I'm saying, but I'm talking about you seen some white people doing some black ass shit that you couldn't do. No. No. I'm just asking for No, that hit I me, can't do hit me or back. that we can't do. I'm just saying. Now, if I can't do it, I know a black person that damn sure will give them. I'm just saying, I seen a white boy on there jerking like a motherfucker. He was hitting the back with shit and everything. Huh? Man, you ain't finna out jerk them, you little young niggas from Canada back in the day. Saying. Them niggas wore out so many pants of bands. I'm saying, hey, you can only copy so much. The reason white dude look good doing it because it's new to him. Exactly. Niggas is so tired of jerking. Nigga I know. pulled his meniscus. It's a nigga in a wheelchair. The nigga who invented that shit probably in a wheelchair now. Girl broke her, you saw that girl that broke her foot like that? Uh-uh. She was doing the jerk and fell on her ankle and broke it. Damn. The nigga who invented that probably in a wheelchair right now. It ain't for everybody. He hit that hole so many times and fucked the hip up. Just bone to bone, grinding. Shout out to that nigga. No, I ain't giving white people no more extra credit. I'm not either. I don't never give white people. I, I discredit white people for shit I know they invented. Fuck that. I fuck with them with shit. <laughs> you can't tell me a nigga ain't invent this iPhone. I don't give a fuck what you say. 
But oh, no, the black dude did invent the cell phone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's black history, man. We invented yeah. a lot of stuff. Nigga, even if we didn't, it's time for us to start doing like them. Let's just start taking credit for shit that we didn't even have shit we to do. We do All we got to do is highlight the shit that we actually we do. Man, a black man invented snowboarding. <laughs> you don't fuck with nobody say, bro. Nigga was, it was a runaway slave, and nigga fucking around and made it all the way to Colorado, still thought the white folks were chasing him. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. iHeart Podcast Awards 2023 Podcast of the Year Las Culturistas with SNL's Bowen Yang and comedian Matt Rogers. There's stuff happening in 2024 that we really need to address. Pop culture and huge guests like the latest episode with Dua Lipa. 
more I think about it, the more scared and nervous I get. Listen to the newest episode of Las Culturistas with Dua Lipa and all episodes on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Las Culturistas to start listening. You can't tell me nigga didn't invent a canoe. That's a black word. Canoe? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's Native American. No, nah, that's black. Oh, it is? Hell yeah, canoe. Listen to it. Canoe. Time. Think about when a nigga get mad and get mad. Man, that more. Canoe! <laughs> canoe, that was my shit. Canoe! Yeah, that's a black ass word, bro. Tell him. Tell him. He knew what it was. Niggas did. I don't, I don't like celebrating the white people when they know how to dance. Shit. Because we I do. No, we because I don't know the word. What's the white equivalent? We show up. Oh, go white, what? Go be good at they shit. Be good at they shit and see what they say to you. You fucking nigga. Tiger Woods was good at golf. They wasn't like, this nigga hitting the fuck out that ball. They was like, ugh. (laughs) I don't like him on the course. They was not excited, bro. If y'all not gonna have that same energy, why should we? I was just saying, I do when they dance because I don't know what the word is for the white version of cooning. When I see it's white people cooning, I be like. They was the same ones who put on blackface in them lips. That was too much fun for them. They was having way too much fun with that shit. They was coon- They invented the cooning and then put it on us. They thought we was going to accept it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that shit could have went totally wrong if that would have been our shit. Like, if we would have been like, put that shit on, and demanded them to do it, we could have <laughs> we could have capitalized off that one. You imagine a white boy back there saying, putting this shit on? They were never saying They were never saying I don't want to say mammy today. <laughs> they wasn't saying They was like Paul Mooney and Bamboozle. I say nigga a hundred times every morning that makes my teeth. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Well, we got fan base. Tell them um, where they downloaded and all that shit at. I'm so, on it. I'm finna invest. We on, I, we on iOS and Android. We're in 170 countries. Um, no, that's a lot. That's a lot of countries, but we in most of them. We, we actually in Antarctica. People in, in Antarctica got fan base. I ain't know Antarctica. Nigga on there ice fishing. They research I have no idea. (laughs) Nigga over there ice fishing on that bitch. I have no idea. Nigga gonna gonna post something from the middle of the earth. Hey man, we on. (laughs) We, yeah, we're raising our second round. Anybody can invest. You go to a platform called startengine.com slash fan base. The minimum to invest is $250. I'm gonna see where we at right now. Tell me where we at. Uh, I'm gonna give a good, I'm gonna give a, a good. Because uh, once you hit the number, they can't get in no more. Yeah, right? once, you, once we hit the number, All right. it's over. Hey, get on we fan base. We had 1832000 That's no cap. He really, he really on there. $1,832,000. Two fifty to invest. We're stopping at 2.6, so we less than a million away. And we did this in like six weeks. So yeah. Hey man, get your ass on fan base. We had we find had, me. Let me see if I get Snoop on the phone. Call Snoop. Snoop. I'm gonna see if Snoop. I, you know, I told him I, I told him I would text him before I called him, but I don't know if he's gonna answer. You know, that's him. But he, he's busy. But he he definitely you know Instagram didn't let him go live. Yeah. Why? And then, I don't know the day the day of the Super Bowl. I have no idea why they didn't do that. Why they didn't let him go live the day of the Super Bowl? Well, that's some. I want to see Snoop live before. That's absolutely. If it's anybody I want to see live. Yeah. 
But, before um, they perform at the Super Bowl, ain't nobody that went live before they. But he went. He went live on fan base. He didn't let us down neither. He was. He. he oh. I knew he was gonna have a hey, blunt y'all somewhere. Some, y'all some hoes for showing that video of him hitting that little. Yeah. Y'all oh, no, had to release no, that. No, that was that was classic. That was. Yeah, that they was a, had to release. That was a bucket list moment. <laughs> that was like I'm trying to hit the weed at the halftime show. Anytime Bro. I see Snoop somewhere, I know niggas is gonna be thoroughly represented. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would have been so disappointed if he didn't hit something. Right. Like, nigga, keep the street going, bro. You done smoked that Barack Obama and them house on top of it. Nigga, keep this shit going. Yeah. Right. I got a show I want to pitch for him, just to see how many places this nigga can actually smoke a blunt at. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good shit, ain't it? Yeah. yeah. Just have a whole bunch of events lined up. Like, where he can actually get away with it. Yes. Every, I don't think, um, I mean... He can't fuck his brand up at this point, bro. Church? Yeah. Can't go to mega church. Nigga, if you a pastor and Snoop came in that bitch, not saying he smoked in the church, but you could tell he had just smoked. You it's, in the parking it's lot. still loud on him. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, some of us smoke in the parking lot before we go to church. You know the pastor don't acknowledge it without <laughs> acknowledging it. Like, we got Brother Brodish in here with us today. <laughs> Amen. God is keeping his spirits high. extra high. <laughs> I wish I could... I wish I could go out there with the good brother, but since I'm on this side, I only smoke Jesus. Amen? Amen. Oh, my God. You did a great job at the Super Bowl, Brother Snoop. Well, yeah, but that's a show he could do on Fanbase. Exactly. Yeah. You can produce it, film it, own the content. I got another one I'm going to pitch to you before you leave, though. You ain't got to listen. Check this out. You ain't got to pitch. I'm going to do this in front of the people. Don't, 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 don't know what I'm saying? Don't give them the sauce. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Keep yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep okay. it, yeah. All right, yeah, don't give them turn them into your own show. Because right. we, we gave away too much. You see, they already taken from what, what was established. Don't Everything we do, they, man, they copying us over there. This too, this too extreme. I don't think nobody gonna take this. They, they got OnlyFans, right? They writing it down, right? The now. girls already, they getting naked on there, right? How about we come out with the shit where they putting clothes on? I've been saying this. I've been saying this. I, 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 I just seen so many naked women. I like bitches dressed in winter clothes. I want to see a grown woman in a coat. I'm tired of seeing naked bitches in. That's that's some fetish ass shit right there. Only coats. Only coats. Only coats. Nah, cause see, that's too that's holes. too easy to steal. Cause nigga gonna come right up under you and be like, only jackets. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a separation. Everybody knows. Holes don't have coats. Holes have jackets. If you tired of holes, you wanna see some women in coats. That's what we for. I already told you, every year around Christmas time, I do a little, um, oh. like, a little donation, you know, coats for hoes. Yeah, they don't want them, though. They be so hard to put them on them bitches, they be like, I don't want them. They be resisting, but <laughs> Cardi B and shit. <laughs> <laughs> These bitches be fighting the shit. This nigga be, just put the coat on, bitch, get out, bitch. I'm not putting no mother. <laughs> Cardi B inspired this, man. When she said hoes don't get cold, I was like, we got to get these hoes some coats, man. Coats for hoes. We going into our fifth year. That's what I tell you. A grown woman can show up naked in a trench coat. That shit's sexy than a motherfucker. Motherfucker show up butt naked in a jacket. That's sex trafficking. You worried? <laughs> Bitch, are you in distress? Are you OK? All you, you got on a windbreaker and you butt naked. You what? see, that's the difference. Woman put on a coat, she could be naked under there. The shit's sexy. If you see a naked man with just a coat on, <laughs> that motherfucker's a freak. freak. Oh, oh, he's a, he's a wanted man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs>
code and I see his legs. Right. You already know. With dress slides. Ain't nobody wearing shorts. With dress slides. Niggas are demons. Calling 911 immediately. He on the list. There's a guy here with dress socks on yeah, and a trench coat. <laughs> yeah, Send yeah. help immediately. Yeah, he's, he's outside. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to keep my Can eyes. y'all hurry up? Because I don't see him no more. <laughs> Can you get him before the kids get out of school? <laughs> I'm getting this motherfucker, man. Hell no. Nah. Where can they find you on social media, bro? Uh, at Isaac Hayes 3 on Fanbase everywhere. Um... I want to see. I want to. I want to make sure I see all y'all on fan base though. Like, I'm on that sure. bitch. I'm on that. I mean, how you find the hoes? And can... I'm finna get in there with How you find the hoes on there? I ain't found but one. I think the best way to the best way to build a following and communicate is probably try out the audio rooms. Oh, okay. Snoop Snoop did an audio room last night. No lie. I went. I was asleep. I woke up at five in the morning, and they sent me a video of him in the room, in the room with just all the girls on the stage. I was like, like, I can't even, like, look, how did Snoop just get all girls on the stage like that? Mm-hmm. Snoop just made a room, and it was all girls on the stage. Look, everybody, everybody in the audience is chilling, but look. All right, I'm just trying to make sure my girl ain't on that No, she ain't, I, I looked for you. <laughs> the hell you was doing on stage? <laughs> hey, man, I know you've been active on social media for a minute, man. We've been following each other for a long time. So, Tim, I know you saw it the other day. I saw a tweet you said where you're going to take everybody who blocked you and made NFTs out of oh, yeah. Who are some of your favorite people who have blocked you? If that even makes sense. Candace Owens. Candace Owens blocked you? Oh, yeah. That's a badge of honor because she's yeah, talking yeah. about everybody. Shit pissed me off one time. I said some shit going against her. The bitch retweeted and agreed with me. Oh. I deleted the tweet. I said, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Pastor, Pastor uh, Derek Scott, the dude that. The dude was with Trump. Yeah. Uh, oh, he got. When they smoking the blunt in the cup. Yeah, right. <laughs> I said that one. I, yes. People have completely forgotten about yeah, that. In the car, high with Trump. Uh, what? You don't dude, remember that? The dude that tried to separate Buckhead from Atlanta. Oh yeah. Bill. Buckhead Bill? Yeah. Oh, he blocked me because they shut they shut that Buckhead thing down. That ain't happening. Hey, you exposed one of them pages to be running by white people too. One of them. Um... Oh, your scoop page. Yeah. Yeah, that's the ops. Don't don't mess Ooh. with that one. He, it was this one page that be posting ATF all this uh, Atlanta shit. That's the ops. I thought they was some niggas, and then he yeah, posted no, it like not... these the white folks, and I was like, no. <laughs> when it took back all my likes, so they be posting them straight Atlanta, hood Atlanta fights. Uncensored. Atlanta uncensored is us. Okay. ATL scoop is ops. All right, we'll, we'll talk about it. And then Amanda, Amanda Seals blocked me. I don't know. I mean, Amanda's mad at me. I'm sorry, Amanda. Well, you know the rules. You can't disagree with Amanda. She gonna block you. She blocked me. But I was like, <laughs> I need to take all those and turn them into NFTs, because I got quite a list. But those are my top four. I get blocked by people all the time. I wanted. I, I really wanted to get blocked by Donald Trump. Um, if Trump blocked you, you you made him mad. You made him mad at the block you. That's good. Yeah. Terry Crews blocked me. That's a good one, though. He ain't supposed to even be listening to shit I said. I was on this show, and I said, that nigga got all the muscles in the world and still let that man grab him by the pussy. And he blocked you? Yeah. How he supposed to even hear that, bro? I'm a comedian. I can't even operate in comedic space. What do you mean he gonna hear it? He he not supposed to hear this shit. Somebody send it to him. Bro, I'm, I'm about to fall back on social that's media. That's a little sensitive, That's though. very sensitive. You're a comedian. Why I know. can't you just tell a joke? And you strong. <laughs> you strong. Yeah. I don't know. Dear Terry, you, gonna, you need to let that... Push that yeah, shit no. on, on, on the I'm falling back on social media, though, because them rap blogs be posting all my tweets, bro. 
well. You know, that's that's the first way. Well, they've been still. I'm not. It's not that they stealing. It's just that that's the wrong kind of attention. I definitely don't want a bunch of followers that argue over grown ass men that make songs. Them niggas is weird, bro. <laughs> Nick, grown niggas who is rap fans who really believe that they part of NBA Young Boys entourage. <laughs> niggas ready to die over a mixtape. I don't want them niggas to even knowing my social media ads. I hate yeah. them barbershop conversations. Nigga! Oh, yeah. I had tweeted Bird, the other day. I got way more money than Diddy. What? <laughs> <laughs> bro, I tweeted the other day. I said, you know, Kodak Black got shot at mm. Justin Bieber's party. I said, if Justin Bieber got shot at a Kodak Black party, all them niggas would have been in jail. Oh, easy. Easy. <laughs> right now, that okay. same night, everybody outside would have went to jail. No, so we're not going to act like you, 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 Bieber been a thug. I've, I've already that's, said this. He's the reason. He's that. a, that's, how, that's what started the tweet. The, the, the fucking title that they used, I had tweeted. I said, Justin Bieber's a fucking menace and nobody talks about it anymore. <laughs> low key? Nah, not even low key. High key. He the reason they stopped making active. He the reason Lil Twist went oh. to jail. Yeah. He the reason Sean Kingston was out there not paying them folks. He the reason he crashed the jet ski. He, he, exactly. Sean Kingston was right up there. Got the fuck around with Justin Bieber, gained 100 pounds. Nigga snatched his chain. The crayons? Didn't he have a crayon box chain? I, I don't know, man. Hey, man if a nigga snatched your crayon box chain, nigga. Just... Don't, don't make fun of that, because <laughs> Young Bird, the only nigga get his chain snatched after it got snatched. Niggas just snatched Young Bird chain that got snatched from a nigga that snatched it. Oh, that chain is just never nasty. <laughs> That was that Batman. That Transformer man. chain. That yeah. Transformer chain. Wow. That chain got snatched so much, it got replaced with a replacement chain I, that wasn't even real. You remember the video? The nigga threw it in the, in the lake. Fuck this shit. This shit is bad luck for the black community. I low-key, I heard, I heard Tyrese bought it on the back part. That's what I heard. Stop playing. <laughs> He might I have. It's true, but Young Bird made a comeback though. I fuck with Young Bird. That nigga one of the coldest uh, Song, songwriters out here. He That's his lane. He done wrote everybody's yeah. song. Yeah. What's hitmaker. His, hitmaker. Hitmaker. He switched it up. He had to, he had to do that brand switch. Can't I don't burned. blame him. I'm hitmaker now. Yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah. I would have switched it up too. Fuck being in the public. Yeah. Yeah. Just get the money. You ain't gonna be young forever. Damn sure ain't. You was never a bird. Young Iceberg. He was pimping. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He was going to help. Yeah. <laughs> so we got, so we, we got y'all getting on fan base. I'm on there already. Everybody going to get on fan base. My whole staff. Everybody. Jerry Wayne going to be on, on there. We need to, have, we need to have an audio room. We need to have a welcome party for y'all on fan base. We damn sure will. And you make money. That's the thing about it. It's like making money off your content is what everybody should be doing anyway. Exactly. Don't fuck around and let me monetize too much, though. I'm gonna be on there doing the most. The absolute most, nigga. Nigga on that bitch making sandwiches every day. <laughs> I ain't even gonna say shit like that little African nigga. <laughs> He, he like the second most followed person on TikTok. Yes. He ain't even in the top 10 of people that made money. I, I, I'm here, nigga. He in the perfect spot. Don't put me on no fucking list. Don't put me on shit. Because, you know, the number one rule in black man financial literacy, mm -hmm. I ain't got no goddamn money. 
That's the principle that we following. I don't give a fuck if you see me with 80 billion. I ain't got no goddamn. Actually, I need, I need to hold something. You tell people that. But it shouldn't actually be that. Mm -mm, don't, what I'm saying. All I'm saying is whether he getting bread or not, don't put that nigga on no list, man. Don't ever put me on no list. No. I don't give a fuck if I make more money than everybody on earth, nigga. I'll be me. It could be me and Jeff Bezos. N nigga, don't put me on there. Scoot the nigga who was third in my spot. No. <laughs> Hell no. You ain't got it. I ain't got it. I'm fucked up. Them folks lying. <laughs> they lying like a motherfucker. You know, you really think they finna let a nigga? Come on, cuz. Well, have some billion dollar companies. Yeah, exactly. Somebody got to Somebody got to break that. Somebody got to break that ceiling. Stop saying that, bro. We just launched the app, nigga. I'm like, ah, oh, so nigga got a billion dollars now. Yeah. That shit ain't even that funny like that. <laughs> nigga got a billion dollar operation. I mean, we we need that though, man. Everybody needs. We, I, I'm, I like I like what you guys are doing with your product. Appreciate it. Monetizing is a way. We leaving a lot of money on the table. I started, I started posting how much money people were leaving on the table. I know. And my I'm so glad you ain't do one for me because I'm already depressed enough. Yeah. I seen you post somebody, you was like, they leaving $18 million a month. I was like, ah. <laughs> I couldn't take it. I did Snoop. Snoop leaving $100 million a year on the table. What? $100 million. And monetizing your content. $100 million. Yes. I can't yeah, even Snoop always gonna go viral. Whether it's him talking over lizards trying to get away from snakes <laughs> or if it's Which just... is a genius, by the way. I love those videos. Man. Oh, he about to catch him. Oh shit. Oh, run, <laughs> run, cuz. <laughs> run. Oh damn. Right. Some lizards running yeah. through the snakes. Oh shit, he's going up the hill. Watch out. Oh, he ain't even know. <laughs> Snoop just an entertaining nigga, bruh. He's the hardest, that's the hardest working dude in the game. Gotta be. Snoop will be, Snoop will do a, a video, Snoop will do a rap song with somebody in India. Do a show with Martha Stewart. Put out an album, he done put out two albums in two months. Do the Super Bowl, do a movie, he be on. Open the clothing store recently too. Open be on BMF. Yeah. Be in commercial. <laughs> Commer that he don't even fuck with the products. I know you don't <laughs> fuck with this, Snoop. Ain't no way. This and nigga swift or sweeping. He's a good, yeah. <laughs> he's a great, in, a, like, a great marketing genius. Him, him and Shaq, the hardest, the two hardest working dudes, they getting the bag. Yeah. Damn oh, sure yeah. did. Shout out to him, congratulations on Death Row Records. Hey, Didn't the toy company buy Death Row? Mattel. Oh, with Mattel, yeah. They, they bought another company and they acquired it in the deal. Yeah, I'm glad Snoop got it back. Yeah, I don't think they want to hold on to that. No. Toys and Death Row don't know. The white man who bought the shit was like, somebody call Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> yeah, you can fucking have this shit. What you mean we own Death Row? Oh my God. Get that shit off of us. <laughs> Give it to Corrupt. <laughs> Shout out to Daz. Oh, Death, Death Row action figures might be hard, though. They going to come out with a Mr. <laughs> Potato Head Shug Dog. <laughs> he said you're on to something with that one. With the beard? Yeah. Yeah. You know the one that they ain't gonna be able to goddamn keep though. That goddamn Danny boy. <laughs> Y'all are savage. Bro, it was so many niggas that was on death row that wasn't signed to death row. <laughs> 
Danny Boy was on stage with Suge. When he's like all in the video dancing, that was Danny Boy. Exactly. That's the last time I seen him though. I ain't seen Danny Boy since then. Lady of Rage. Yeah, yeah. Shit, we all on that bitch though, man. So, hey, everybody who watches this shit, go support, download fan base. You on everything else. Yeah. This is this, this could be the fresh start that you need. <laughs> and you need to delete some of them apps too. For real. You done already uh, got exposed on Facebook. <laughs> Twitter fan, fan base can definitely take it. Your slide. Twitter done got hacked. Your Instagram private. <laughs> you ain't got no hoes. <laughs> you might as well come over here and come over. Don't use the same name. Don't nobody know you by that. Start over. Start over. A fresh start. You don't even look like that no more. You don't want Instagram. Subliminating your comments. Shadow banning you, keeping your same followers for three years. Come on, the fan base. There you go. I'm with that. Yeah. And it's just like the black church. They cook and eat over there every second Sunday. That's what they ain't get to. Every second Sunday they eat. They have fellowship. They fellowship and worship. <laughs> we breaking bread for sure. Worship. Yeah, we breaking bread. <laughs> Come on, white folks. We know y'all coming too. Just you gotta pay. You gotta subscribe to every black person you follow. You gonna stop giving away sauce for Stop giving away the sauce. Stop saying that, because that's they gonna be like, so bro, like, how much is the sauce gonna be? Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally prepared to buy the sauce. I the price up on me. You got any juice? I want some juice too. No, no, no. You don't want fan base is for everybody. Cause you, you gotta think we're worldwide. And so for the app to be successful, we want everybody to use the platform. But the difference is in 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 platforms like TikTok where they smush down the black creators to make way for other creators. We're not gonna do that. We're gonna make sure that everybody has the same visibility. Cause there's no way that like a July Harmon or um, Jalea Harmon or um, old girl that did the Savage Challenge, she made she made nothing compared to what they paid the other creators to reduplicate the same challenge that she made. Yeah. And that's the thing about it. We make these kids are making these dances in their bedroom in the hood, and then some other creator do it, and they get a whole hundred thousand dollar check for doing the same dance. That's why it's important to charge for your content because. Like, um, you know, TikTok is a place where people are gonna imitate what you do all the time, right? I know, they got me on there and I ain't even on there. It's my voice. We got something, I'm gonna talk to you about something for that though, for FanMix, but <clears throat> imitating is, is part of what you do, but the problem is that they don't make the choreography that they dance to and they don't make the songs that they dance to, so they don't mind doing that. But when we make it, that's somebody's talent and we need to be able to monetize that because I mean, these labels will pay Let's say they'll pay, they, they'll pay the, the originator of the dance, they'll pay the originator of the dance like $800. They'll pay the, the person that duplicates it 100 grand. Why, why, why is the girl that made the song go viral, why, how come she can't get the 100 grand? Some of that shit go to the rappers too, because some of y'all garbage is fuck. And TikTok be saving y'all with the three seconds of your song that's good, so you need to start fucking with the creators. There's a lot of you niggas we wouldn't even know if it wasn't for people fucking with your shit on social media. Don't be trying to act like you made it by yourself, nigga. I'm talking to everybody. That was just my, that was my old nigga. Hey, hey! You can do that shit by yourself. Yeah, TikTok fam. Cause I, I even heard back in, they was, they main page. They didn't want nobody that looked ugly, undesired. They had a list of motherfuckers that they wanted. 
to oh, be wow. on their main page. They don't even know. You know the demographic that it is. People will look at an ugly motherfucker way so longer than they will look somebody that look good. Physical defects, nobody that looks like, yeah. That's the shit I want to yeah. see. Well, I, you know what's so funny though? This is the, the people be complaining about TikTok all the time because they had, I think for Black History Month, they had some sort of event with Nicki Minaj. But then they invited like a whole bunch of other white creators and stuff too, and they took over the whole party. And, and a lot of the black TikTokers were mad. But what I tell people all the time is, with TikTok is, is like that's a privately held company. So when your company's private, like fan base is privately held. So when you privately held, there's no, you can't, there's no stock price to affect. It's not like we're gonna leave and the stock price is gonna plummet. They ain't got stock price ain't gonna plummet. You can affect the value of the company by leaving. So and that's a that's a company in China. So I don't care what nobody in the United States tell you they're working TikTok. They can't do nothing for you. There's nobody in the United States of America, I don't care who you're talking to at TikTok, they have no power. Unless you speak Mandarin. Exactly. Because they're dead ass. Because it's a Chinese-owned company. So it's like they they control the algorithm. It's their company, their rules. They'll run it how they want to run it. The only thing you can do is leave. If you're not respected, then leave. Because we all in these dysfunctional-ass relationships with these platforms. Like, who stays, who stays on the app? when they mistreat you the whole time and you still stay. And I, and I said this about, this is some real shit that I'm about to say. The, the, the disrespect of black culture is actually good for business. And what I mean by that is, you disrespect us, we fight harder to stay. You tell Jim Jones, you don't want him shopping in Gucci, he fight harder to shop in Gucci. It's better for business to treat black people bad. That's, that's some bullshit. It is. It's, I call it the velvet rope mentality. Meaning like you go to a white club on a Thursday night, it's free to get in, free to park, they tear down the drinks, right? You go on a Saturday night, they put a velvet rope, same furniture. It's $100 to park. Exactly. And then put a rope up, and everybody will fight and pay to get on the other side. It's the same furniture. It's too late. I was in here, I was in here Thursday night, I was on the same couch for free. You put a rope up, and people standing to get on the other side of that. That's crazy to me. I don't understand the mentality of that. I'm not gonna fight to get on the other side of a section that it's the same lawn furniture that was out here the other night. And so we gotta stop doing that. We just gotta start migrating the move. That's right, goddammit. And there you have it, folks. Fan base, black yep. owned, monetize, 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 monetize. Clayton English, do you have any closing arguments? Hey man, all I know I'm on fan base, and I gotta go ahead and jump in there for y'all. Hit what, two? Two point six. Yeah. Yeah, 1.8, we're going to, yeah, 2.6. Yeah, I got to leave, you know. I have, I can put in. All right, well, let me, let me tell you something that's important about that. The seed investor of Uber, who was accredited, right? Remember I said accredited investors? This is why that accredited investor rules some bullshit. He put five Gs into Uber in 2010 as an accredited investor. When it went public in 2019, guess how much he made off that $5,000? $50 million. $24 million. I was close. Shout out to whoever that but nigga is. They say you gotta be accredited because they don't want you to make bad investments. But you don't have to be accredited to, to spend $5,000 on lottery tickets. Right. You don't have to be accredited to yeah. put $5,000 on a crap table in Vegas. Yeah. So why can't me and 10 of my friends put $500 a piece on Uber and we make $2.4 million? That's what you can do with family. That's the point what I'm saying is like, you have a chance, this seed stage investment, that's a real opportunity. That's five thousand. That's a five that he put in. He got a five thousand extra turn off his investment. Five thousand dollars. He made twenty five million dollars. Well, damn. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you would like to continue the lesson today <laughs> and receive more social media and 
things of that nature and tech-savvy advice, make sure you follow my man, Isaac Hayes the Third, 85 South Show, your mama's favorite podcast. This concludes our broadcast for the evening. No, fuck that, cat. I'm done. No, I'm just bullshit. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, I'm going to get you sucker. Yeah. How much for one rib? That's pop culture. Yeah. And he slipped on some bullets. Hell yeah, yeah. And, and the bullion? And shot his shit out of himself. And I, had, and I was in middle school when that happened, so you know. You got to go, like, oh, your daddy ain't on that one got shot in him. <laughs> but years later, it's, it's part of, like, you know, it's part yeah. of black pop culture. No, it wasn't. was for one rib, yeah. Fun, like, yeah. We don't get a lot of times where we could be wacky like that. Yeah. And be Slapstick and humor. And parody and shit, and it hit, like, so I love to see shit like that. That's, like you said, that's one of them classics. Oh, yeah. Like, Chris Rock. This man strapped up with so many goddamn 38s. <laughs> All 38s. Right. That's some old nigga shit. That nigga had All 38. All revolvers. All revolvers. Hey, man, make sure you follow everybody that you're looking at right now. J-O-N, get your ass on fan base. Yes, indeed. We on there. We out of here. 85 South Show. Yeah, Let's get a photo. Get the shot. Yeah. We about to get Zuckerberg on that. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 